Yo. Hi. How's things? Um. Uh. We're going. Um. We're going to. I don't know if you say it Bury or Berry. But. And we're going to the West Windsor to meet Rory and Casper. Um. So we thought what we'd do is we'd say hi. Tell you that this week on the podcast is an amazing young lady. Um, I have no idea who it would be. They certainly sound handsome. Yeah, a very lovely young lady called Jamie Young is on the podcast this week. Wow, I wonder who they could be. Wonder who it could be. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to drive from our house to Bury or Berry. Not sure how it's said. Please tell us in the comments. Um, and we're going to listen to the podcast. And then when we stop, we're going to see what we thought of this amazing young lady, Jamie Young. Yeah. I wonder who she could be. So we're going to have a nice day. Um, by the time you're watching this, we'll have already been to the Weatherspoons and what we're doing is we're seeing Rory, we're seeing Casper and we're going to the Buddy's Charity Shop, aren't we? Yeah. Buddy's for Autism Charity Shop in Bury or Berry, however you say it. So have a listen. I'll, I'll ask them how... How they can, say it when we get there. How we can next star not evil. Oh yes, that's a good idea. Um, so have a listen. We're going to have a listen. And tell us what you think of this amazing young young lady, Jamie Young, and if you like the podcast this week. Bye. Bye. We love a net, we love a chat, we love to help, and that's a fact. So we have made it our mission to find stuff out. From diagnosis and education, slimming out of your frustration, chat to folks who've been there too, collect it together and share it with you. If you know someone we should speak to, send them our way and that's what we'll do. We like to have our sensory matters. You know what? Hi everyone, it's Jenny here and today I'm chatting to the lovely Jamie. Hi Jamie. I'm perfect, don't forget that. <laughs> How could we ever forget that? You are pretty perfect, Jamie. How are you today? I'm really good. Good. Enjoying your half-term break? Um, yeah, but it's um, uh, hot on the surface of the sun over here, so I haven't been sleeping great. Uh, yeah, it's no fun trying to sleep when you're hot and sticky, is it? Yeah, especially when I ended up accidentally turning the fan off trying to turn it up. Oops, okay. I yeah. did not sleep well that night. No, I can imagine. So how how do you manage in the heat? What do you do to help yourself? Um, fans. Just fans. fans. Yeah. And do you do things like cold showers or anything like that? Or is that not a good thing? Um, not really. I mostly just uh, fans and I mostly just don't wear hot clothing. Fair enough. As little as possible. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Well, I can't take my skin off. I know. Be handy, wouldn't it, though? Although it'd be pretty messy. And probably very painful. Yes. So let's not do that. Um, so I would like to talk to you about... And um, Lorraine, your mum, has told us lots about her journey with having you and your autism diagnosis. So I would love to hear it from your side. So can you remember what life was like before you got a diagnosis? Um, that was a long time ago. I, I don't remember it really being much different. I remember school being difficult, but that didn't change once I got a diagnosis until I changed schools. Okay. Um, I, it's just that was a long time ago, and uh, it's just... 
I don't really see a big difference because I was already struggling with a lot of things even when I got my diagnosis because I wasn't in a great school. Okay. So, um, so what, what were you struggling I, I, with? I kind of see it more of a separation from when I was in that school and now the, before I got the diagnosis and after I got the diagnosis because of that. Um, okay, that makes sense. And what sort of things do you struggle with? Um... What was I struggling with then? Um, yeah, mostly just the school didn't understand me at all. Okay. And it was very difficult. And I struggled a lot. And I got in a lot of trouble because um, the school didn't understand me. They didn't think I was autistic. And um, it was very difficult and very stressful. And it wasn't a good school for me at all. No, but you're in a much better place now, aren't you? I'm in the best school ever. Fantastic. That's great to hear. Um, so when you say that you, you, you struggled and people didn't understand you, what kind of behaviours were you displaying that the school didn't understand? Um, I used to hide under the tables, um, but they said I was just copying um, the other autistic girl in school. Um, she's actually my best friend now, um, but they thought... They, they even said once I memorized like a Google list of autism and said that she didn't have autism, I would have been like seven at the most in that school. Right. Um, I remember I just um, had difficulties and had meltdowns a couple of times because I didn't really have much support. And whenever I got upset, I had to go um, to uh, the headmistress's office and I got shouted at. It wasn't, and I missed out on a lot of work which was annoying, yeah. but I made some friends, good. so I, I guess that was good. But so how, how did it make you feel not when you were struggling and when you weren't being understood? Very upset, and still, I'm still traumatised, to be honest. I still panic whenever I do the slightest thing wrong, but um, I was very upset, um, I can't remember specifics because I'd have been like seven at the oldest. Yeah. Um, but I was very upset. I remember, I remember crying my eyes out because I got excluded from that school. Right. Because um, uh, I had a meltdown, and I did get aggressive at the teachers, but they downright lied about what I did to exclude me, and it really wasn't pleasant in the slightest. Yeah. Okay. But. And um, Luckily, I found a really great school after that, um, though I, though it was a long way away. I had to travel um, about an hour every day because of the transport on the bus had to pick up a lot of children. Right. And that school was much better? Yeah. But that's not the one you're at now. I mean, it's a primary school. I couldn't be at that one now. Good point. Well made. Yeah. But I did, I did leave that school after, um, just because I couldn't cope with the transport. So I had to travel over an hour to get there and back every day. Like it was like an hour to get there, an hour back. It wasn't like thirty minutes to get there. But like, because I, I think this is where I even had melatonin, which I need to sleep. So like, I was getting up at six, but I wasn't sleeping properly. Right. So I was exhausted and I was having lots of meltdowns. Um, it's when I started self harming. Um, because I was so stressed, I started bashing my head against the wall. Um, but otherwise, it was a really good school. Um, it was really helpful. 
for some reason, my main memory of being there was playing Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of predictable. <laughs> yeah, and you're a big Pokemon fan, aren't you? Yeah, I've yeah. always been a big Pokemon fan. I wish I was a big regular fan because then it would be less hot here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so what makes the school you're at now so good? Um, well, they're really understanding. It's a specialist school, okay. so they understand really well. And even though it's far away, I get to learn a lot of stuff. Um, I think I, I started my exams, and I, I like exams. They're fun. <laughs> and the care, the care staff are really understanding and helpful. And I've made friends there. And um, I have to travel a long way there, but it's residential, so I can cope. Yeah, so it's only one day of long travel there, and then a few days there, and a long travel back. Yeah. Not like it's every day. And I'm used to travel now. Just just give me my music. I've spent the entire journey just happily listening to my music and probably drawing or something. Fantastic. And how do you find um, it being residential? What's that like? Um, I'm used to it now. I used to really struggle. Um, but now I really like it there, um, especially because I've made friends with some of the girls there. Um, it's a shame they're going to um, leave because they're in sixth form, but oh. I am good friends with them. Um, one of them likes The Sims, like me, so we talk about that. And it's very nice at residential. Um, the care staff are very good. Um, they're really helpful. Everyone at that school is really helpful because they, they don't try and make you do stuff that doesn't work for you. They they talk to you and help you and make sure you can learn properly and it's great. Brilliant. And so you've got you've got Amy, your friend from your original primary school, haven't you? Your best friend. Yeah. And then you've got friends at this other school. So is that um, something new for you, having quite a lot of friends? Um, kind of, but I've always, people have always liked me, I guess. I, I can't remember many people that disliked me. The only people I can think of off the top of my head that, like, were in school with me was, like, a kid in, like, early primary, and we had, like, a tiny little primary, like, rivalry, and I imagine it was adorable because we were, like, three. <laughs> cool. Okay, and what about, um, can you remember when when you knew you were wired differently and that you, and that autism was first mentioned? Can you remember? Um, not really. Um, I was, I was really young and it didn't really seem like much to me because it, to be honest, it doesn't really mean much except the diagnosis. I, like, I don't care whether I'm autistic or not because I'm still me and I like being me because I'm great. Brilliant. That's very good. I have broke this chewy gem. I haven't broke this chewy gem, but I've got it stuck in my arm. <laughs> there. Do you, my... think, you think it's important that the, because some people worry about autism being a label, um, but you're very clear that that's just a diagnosis and you're still you and... Yeah. Which is great. Now, I know because you've done a few things or written a few things about this in the past or spoken about this in the past, that there are some kind of myths around autism, I suppose, and some things that 
people might say that can be really annoying. So what are your kind of biggest bugbears? I mean, it's understandable because um, obviously not everyone can experience autism, but it's still really frustrating. Um, probably the most annoying thing to me, the most, actually this isn't even annoying, it gets me really angry is when people are like, oh, autism is caused by vaccines, autism is caused by X, and X is something that you really should not, skip out when like you're raising a child like I don't know autism is caused by fruits or something <laughs> just stuff like that because it hurts people and it also makes people think it's better to um, hurt your child essentially than have them have autism even though autism isn't caused by those things because I'd rather be alive and autistic than dead and not autistic. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, but there are still some people that believe autism has been caused by something. So how does that differ to what you believe? Um, I mean, obviously autism is caused by something, but I don't, what I mean by that is that you shouldn't like skip out with things on your child to try and make sure they don't get their autisms. Um, like, because, to be honest, I'd rather everyone have autism than everyone be hurt in some way, because if okay. that makes any sense. Yeah, so you're meaning the people that maybe avoid getting the MMR vaccine because they think yeah. it might cause autism. You're yeah. saying that that's a daft thing to do because you're putting them at risk of getting horrible diseases. Yeah, that's the sort of thing I mean. I've seen some other things like that, but it is mostly vaccines. Yeah, okay. Um, but I think my understanding now is that that myth has pretty much been busted and that there is no link or evidence. Yeah, it's just that some people don't realise that and still think you shouldn't vaccine because it might give your kids autism and that's that's not right. Um, that That's really harmful to the kid and I feel really bad for those kids. Yeah. So where where do you think it comes from? Where do you think autism comes from? I'm not sure. Um, I probably something. I don't think it's just caused by randomness. But I'm I'm not a great scientist. I can't I can't tell you the answers to everything. I wish I could. I wish I could because that would be great. Then I could answer. Then I could answer like how how do we all be happy? And I want everyone to be happy. I like being happy. I don't like not being happy. Yeah. Absolutely. And how, how do you keep yourself happy? What makes you happy? Um, the pets, drawing, um, listening to music, um, reading on my iPad about things. I like to go on my iPad and read about things because I like to learn about things, even if it's just random obscure facts about some obscure 90s video game or something. I still love to learn stuff. Yeah. And for you, what, what does, because autism is different for everybody who has it, um, what, what does your autism look like? If, if there was an outsider looking in, what would they see in you that would make them think, oh, she may be autistic? Um, my stimming is probably one. Um, I'm, I'm not very social. I'm, like, I'm more social on live videos because I'm not actually talking to someone. I'm good with talking with people I know. With people I don't know, I'm not 
I don't tend to be great. Okay. Unless we're talking about video games or something, I can talk for hours about stuff like that. <laughs> That's another thing. I have a lot of special interests, a lot of special interests that could more be accurately described as obsessions. <laughs> Severe obsessions. Yeah. And what, what sort of stimming do you do? Um, well, chewing is obviously one. Mm-hmm. Else chewing gem actually wouldn't exist. Um I need to hype my dress up because it's all sweaty because of how hot it is. Um, uh, I flap my hands sometimes. I um, rock back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think chewing's the main one because if I don't have a chewy gem, sometimes I even chew on my own skin. Yeah, which is not like, a good idea. I chewed on one of my fingers so bad I needed a plaster for um, last week at school. Oh, not it good. Was- Okay. Um, what about other 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 bugbears that people say? I'm trying to remember you. I'm sure you did a blog on this. Um, or I think your mum did one on, on like five things not to say to an autism parent. And then you replied with... Silly things. Yeah, but they're not silly. They were good. Yeah, but they were funny. I tried to make them funny. I like being funny. Yeah. No, you are funny. I am the funniest. If if you don't say I'm the funniest when I take over the world, you will be the first to die. <laughs> I you, kid, I kid. I'm not going to kill anyone. I'm just going to turn everyone into cats and okay. dogs. And why would that be better? Because cats and dogs um, are loving. Yeah. They're more loving than people. Okay. Um, if we were all, if we all loved each other, we we could all get along. Totally, yeah. It's a sim- simpler life they've got. I often say about my dog that I'd love to be her. It's just so easy, and she's always, you know. I think if you if you if I was lying having a sleep, and then you came and said because it was actually her birthday last week or a couple of weeks ago, and we organised a dog party for her. So we had two of her dog friends came. Um, we went out on a walk, but she was lying about sleeping before they came. And then the minute they came, she was just up for it. And dogs are always up for it, aren't they? They're never like, you can change what they're doing at um, a moment's notice and they're just happy to do it. And they're always happy. Um, we don't actually have a birthday for Luna because we don't know her birthday. We don't know how old she is. Right. Because the pet shop lied about her age. Okay, but Luna, does Luna not think she's a dog? Luna thinks she's a dog, yeah. Yeah. She's she acts like a dog. She likes to play fetch with fruit shoot words. It's adorable. You should see it. <laughs> That's great. And what about um, how do you think you impact on your family? Um, sometimes I think I'm a really negative impact on the family because... Um, obviously it's pretty hard to deal with me sometimes when I get upset or angry. Um, but other times I think I really help, especially because of Chewy Jam. Mum wouldn't be working for Chewy Jam if I didn't exist. Um, and I, I love my family. Even Joe. <laughs> Even He's, Joe. Especially, yeah. I was going to say especially Joe, but no, I love my family equally. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And when you do feel like you're getting angry or you're heading towards a meltdown, 
What what are the things that usually trigger that? Um, noises sometimes. It's sometimes it's just getting frustrated at something, and it's just building up. Um, it really depends. Sometimes I have meltdowns because I'm in a really sensory mood because my senses really differ. Sometimes I can barely like notice them, and sometimes I'm so hypersensitive. This, the slightest noise or the slightest touch or the slightest bright light can set me off. Um, that can lead to meltdowns sometimes. Is there something that, that affects when your senses are heightened? Um, when I get upset, my senses tend to be heightened, so it's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes I get angry at myself for having meltdowns, so then I have more meltdowns. It's kind of funny because that's self-defeating. Yes, a bit of a vicious circle. And. Yeah. Are you able now, as you're older, to kind of notice that you're getting frustrated and you might be heading towards a meltdown? And are you able to control them a bit more? I yeah, a bit. I I try and tell when I'm at school. I try and tell my teaching assistant when I'm about to have a meltdown, so I can go to a quiet place because there's a quiet place um, in school called the Zone, and it's got sensory rooms and it's quiet and calm. I like it there. It's really nice. There's a dark sensory room and a light sensory room. I like I like the dark one because it's darker. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when when you're feeling like it's coming, what other tactics or tips could you offer other people that help you stay in control? Um I don't know. I have my own coping strategies. I use them, but everyone has different coping strategies. Um, one I think that could work for pe most people is telling someone, because then people understand. Yeah. Can try and help you. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, being and just. If you know why you're about to have a meltdown, tell people that too. So, because that can help and help you and I'm saying the world, word help so much it probably doesn't even sound like a word anymore <laughs> that once happens read, doesn't it yeah once I read the word Isaac so much it didn't look like a word it just looked like a scribble yeah absolutely okay so that's good that, that if you're able to communicate with people and let them know something's coming then you can maybe avoid it by being allowed to go to a safe place or to do something which can help you regulate yourself and calm that's a great tip. Because when I get stressed at school, sometimes I listen to my music. Yeah, there's another great tip, listening to music, if that's something that... So it's really whatever is a calming thing, then do do that for whatever that person is. Um, okay. What about... I just thought something that I wanted to ask you. <laughs> And I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have an evil scheme. If I know how to do this. And I don't. How am I meant to make it say evil with Chewy Jam? <laughs> I'm trying to get it to say evil with Chewy Jam because that's, that's live backwards. Ah, so it is. Um, is that on your light box? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about one of the things that I think is great about you, Jamie, is that you're, you're really positive about being autistic. 
in that for you it's just a thing you're not bothered yeah. about that what's important why, is you and you why being would I be bothered about it it's not like I've never not been autistic absolutely but some people when they get told that that's what they are they can find that quite upsetting and they worry about their future I, and their life and so how I, have I, I was like six when I found out I was autistic I was certainly too young to worry about that, but I'm pretty sure I was going through an existential crisis then. I remember distinctly thinking about death and coming to terms with it when I was really little. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, nah, I'm fine. I'm just mature, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. People with chewy jam. <laughs> um, so how, how do you, in your head, keep upbeat and happy and positive and and you clearly love yourself and I don't like mean that in a you love yourself in a in an over-the-top cocky way I mean you're just happy with who you are because I'm great <laughs> yeah no I'm not disputing the fact that you're great but that I, is I, something I, that a I, lot I, but um I don't know. I, I try and stay as positive as I can because when I'm not positive I can get really depressed and suicidal and so I have to try and think as positively as I can to not feel like that yes so the, the, which is fantastic but I'm interested in how do you do that because you don't know I just do I guess yeah I positive things and it sometimes works um I I honestly don't know how it just kind of happened well, it's a very good skill to have because it, it's something that everyone could benefit from. It's kind of just looking on the bright side of life, isn't it? So do you find yourself just thinking about all the things you're grateful for or all the things that make you happy? I just think that everything's going to be okay. I mean, I don't think that, but I think to myself, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Not like that, but whenever I get some worried about something, I'm like... I don't worry, it's going to be okay, it's just a minor thing. Yeah, keeping things in perspective then, I guess. Yeah. Not really blowing things out of proportion and recognising that most yep. things can be fixed. And I always tell myself, every day it's going to be a good day because that makes me find it easier to recover from bad things if I think, oh, it's going to be a good day, this is just going to be a minor misstep. Even... I know it's just like a placebo thing, but it still helps. Well, absolutely. Anything that helps. And hey, tell me... Did you know that the placebo effect still works if you know it's a placebo, just a lot less? I just thought that was an interesting fact. Definitely. It is an interesting fact because it's 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 definitely mindset, isn't it? That you've you've already kind of thought I something have... might work. And if, you, and if you start like that, it's more likely to happen. Um, now tell me, because we, we have your mum, obviously. Oh, I, I have to take this off. I think I broke my finger. I didn't break my finger, don't worry. Yes. <laughs> I, I meant to say I didn't think I hurt my finger, but somehow came out and broke my finger, which definitely didn't happen because <laughs> I can move my finger. That's good. Finger. I'm glad. Thumbs up. Now who do you think is your biggest supporter in the world? Mum. Yeah. And what does what does your mum do that's good? What does she do to help you? Everything. Okay. Like? <laughs> We're really similar, so when we talk, it really helps. 
mum understands me uh, a lot better than most people and I think I understand mum a lot better than most people. Do you think that, mum? I definitely agree. Mum agrees. Yeah, okay, so you've got a really special bond which is good. And I, I think from what I know as well, you've got a very open relationship so there's nothing that you wouldn't tell your mum. I I think that's a very good thing to have because um, I think being open can help people. Definitely, yeah. And I think that's something that, that parents could all learn from is not reacting to what their child's telling them and keeping their own maybe fears around whatever they're telling them canned so that the child can talk openly without fear of judgment or worry or upsetting anyone and I think your mum does that incredibly well mm. don't you I love my mum yeah she's pretty to, awesome to be honest the kitten's gone back out Aww. she's gone with the dogs oh she's gone out for, gone out to play with the dogs that's so funny <laughs> she does play with the dogs sometimes she bites at them and then again star bites at her so I think that's where she learned it from yeah and what about the future for you? So you're saying you're doing exams. What, what, did you get to choose your subjects? Yeah, I chose um, some options. I chose media studies, art, and history because I like them. You like them all equally or have you got one that's your favourite? I like my subjects. That's great. I've done um, a life skills exam and a maths exam. Already? Uh. They're mock exams, I think, but I still found them fun. I don't know how I did, but they they were fun. Um, I finished them early. Um, I nearly had spent an hour in um, uh, residential where we were doing the exams, which wasn't pleasant. <laughs> okay. Um, so I kind of had a bit of a meltdown and I had to go back down to class. Right. Um. Otherwise, everything's been fine, I think. I don't know. I'm I'm so hot. I know, I, I can tell. I just want to jump into um, uh, the Antarctic to cool down, and then I'll freeze to death. Yay. Not yay. I just said yay because I thought of cold. Yes, not, not the other bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I you look like a pirate when you do that. One eye patch. I I am practicing. I'm I'm practicing for dressing up. Clearly, <laughs> I like dressing up. I have like at least four cosplays. I have seen you in a Pokemon outfit. Yeah. Is that your favorite? Um, I like them all. I have some Homestuck stuff too. Cool. So the exams that you're doing are they GCSEs? I think so, because um, I'm in a joint class with some year tens. Right. Even though I'm not a year ten, I'm a year nine. Right. Very good. And so, what 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 does the future hold for you? What do you want life to look like when school's finished? And um, I want I want to continue learning. Um, I like what I'm doing now, so I want to do that or something similar because I really enjoy this. Yeah. I really enjoy doing stuff like this. Um, I want to get 
um, a million um, cats and dogs to be my children. <laughs> okay, so no, no human babies, just animal babies. Yeah, because they're better. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I'll find a nice girl or boy and get married. Okay. So, girl or boy, so you're not bothered. Nah. You don't find one more attractive than the other. I guess I find girls slightly more attractive, but I really don't care much. Okay. So what's important in a in a life partner for you in the future if you were to choose to have a life partner? Um, like pets. No, that's it. They would like pets. So like pets is the main thing because again, I am planning on having infinity cats and maybe dogs. But then, will you not get accused of being a crazy cat lady? I already am a crazy cat lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's no bad thing. I I keep looking at Mum's phone because it has a picture of Luna as the wallpaper, and okay. I worship Luna every day. I kid, I kid, kind of. Yeah, and um, so loads of animals, possible partner, possible marriage, um, job wise. Uh, again, I'd like to do something like this or do this. I like stuff like this. I think I'm good at stuff like this. But as long as the job's uh, not... I don't hate the job. Um, I really don't mind as long as I like it at least a bit. Okay. So what when you say you like this, which bit do you like? Do you like the, the videos and the chatting? Yes. Yeah. Other other bits that you like or not? I like doing um, pictures for people, um, and I, I. What else do I do? I can't remember. I don't have a good memory, especially when I am in um, the middle of the sun. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, the UK has actually been um, uh, transported to the middle of the sun. That is why it's so hot. It does feel like that. And I know you're not a big fan, but I'm loving it. It's so nice to see a bit of sun. I'm not a big fan because I cannot cope. It, <laughs> I swear it's like 75 million degrees Celsius. <laughs> Is that how it feels? Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like you're melting? I'm melting! <laughs> I guess I shouldn't pour water on myself to cool down then. No, maybe not. Maybe not a good idea. And I'm, 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 I must, I must be the wicked witch of the north. I know that. I know the north didn't have a wicked witch, but I'm the wicked witch of the north. I have ruined, I have ruined the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's your own story, so that's fine. The Jamie of Oz. <laughs> the Jamie of Oz. Um. So, what are the good things about having autism? I don't know. I haven't experienced every kind of autism because... Well, your autism. Um, I like, I like being me. I wouldn't want to be anyone that isn't me because I like being me. What's but the best I, bits about being you? Everything. Except the meltdowns. I don't like the meltdowns. Yeah. And I hate the depression, suicidal bits. Can can I just cut them out of my being? Yeah, that would be good. And on that side, how do you 
how do you try and manage that side to keep it at bay? I try and stay positive and I try and tell people when I feel um, self-harming. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to go to the hospital again. I don't want to do that. No, no. But we already know you're very good at being positive. So you've, you seem to have developed quite a good way of coping with all of that. And avoiding it. With everything, because I am your God. I'm not your God. Please don't <laughs> make me God. I don't even know if God's real. He's, pro he's cool either way. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you were kind of giving advice to somebody who is not happy in themselves, what would it be? You're awesome. Never forget that. Even if you don't think you're awesome, you're wrong and start thinking you're awesome because I think you're awesome and I'm awesome, therefore you're awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. Okay. Well, you seem to be melting, so we'll finish up. But is there anything that you want to say to the world before we, we close off? Please, please stay cool and don't melt. Good message. Yeah. Avoid melting at all costs. Because you're awesome. Excellent. Well, Jamie, thank you very much. It was really lovely to talk to you. I appreciate you giving up a I bit of your... I you too. You thank have you. really nice hair, by the way. Oh, thank you. Will I let you in on a secret? It's not real. It's extensions. My real uh, hair is really horrible and thin, so these are extensions. It, but... it, look, it looks just like the hair I have in The Sims 2 and The Sims 3, and probably The Sims 4 because I have too much... Sim has. <laughs> yeah, I do like I it. I couldn't be without it now. It was fab. So thank you. But yes, thank you for giving up a bit of your half term to chat to us. Really appreciate it. I mean, like, I'm not able to do much. It's too hot. Yeah, I know. Well, you can now go, go and lie under a fan and cool down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jamie. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. So, Jamie, what did you think of that podcast? Well, it was such a beautiful girl. I wonder who she could be. Do you think that's probably your favourite podcast so far? Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, a bit about Jamie's journey and all the things that Jamie Young has been through. And you thought she was a amazing young lady? Yes, I was. I, and also definitely not me. No, definitely not you. Uh, so we hope that you also enjoyed that podcast. If and you don't, I will come to your house and be uh, and politely ask you to like it, please. I think you enjoyed doing that podcast as well, didn't you? And there what were... are you talking about? <laughs> it definitely wasn't me. But there's more. There's going to be more podcasts from Jamie in the future. We think. Do yeah. we think? Yeah. Um, yeah. What? So this week. Obviously, we're currently on the way to Bury or Berry, like I said before. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. We stopped at the services. Um, this week, what else is going on? Just join us live on Sunday, as always, on the main page. If you're not a VIC... I like swishing this. Uh, if you're not a VIC Ow. or a subscriber, uh, please my fingers. contact us for more details because that way you'll get to listen to the full version of Jamie's podcast. And we will see you next week. Um... Uh, unless um, a mum won't because she doesn't have eyes, I will. Um, she'll just talk to you because she doesn't have eyes. Yeah. In case you're confused, it's an end joke, don't worry. So yeah, see you next week for the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what?